<laughs> Hello, <laughs> and welcome to AU4H Radio Real Talk. Uh, this is Lori, Lori Ann Smith. We have Lee Roberts here, Donna Shear, and we're glad to be here. And this show is important. We um, we decided to come do this show tonight, and you can read the description. <laughs> there's there's good reason for it, and um, you know we have several reasons why we wanted to put this show out here as we are right now tonight. But one of them is because last night when we ended our show, quite often we um, usually will sit afterwards after the show is done and we'll talk, you know, just openly um, sometimes about the show that we just did or the material that we were looking at, um, or we just talking girlfriend stuff, you know what I mean? And we were thinking this is kind of what we'd rather do than to present the shows the way that we've been doing it, which I think are fine because they're they're informational, which is really important to get information out to people. But we're changing the format just a little bit, and we're going to get rid of the scripts. Yes. So, no more scripts. <laughs> we're going to tell it like it is. <laughs> I'm going to start tonight. <laughs> I think we're all going to have our say. <laughs> this show could be a little lengthy, but... <laughs> Because I've got a lot to say. Um, you know, over the years, advocating um, you know, since 2009, really, together, we've had a lot of haters. We've had, uh, we've also had a lot of supporters. A lot more of supporters. supporters. Yeah, more supporters than haters, that's for sure. We've always had people who recognize what we're doing. and But those people cared enough to look at who we really are as people. And to see who we really are, you know, and not make judgments based on one show that they see. They actually know who we are, so they appreciate what we do. And so this is what we're bringing here tonight. This is real talk because we're real people, you know. And some of us are moms. Some of us are grandmothers. We're advocates. <coughs> wives, you know. And we have a voice. It's just as important as anybody else's voice out there. Yes. If, if you're a hater and you choose not to listen, well, that's your choice. Move on down the road, you know, because it's the channel. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to listen, right? If you're not interested in what we have to say, please don't go on. Bother somebody else. Like I said in the description, I wrote that description just so everybody knows. And um, because I have something to say about this, you know, we had some comments come back that, you know, some were very supportive. And really, we appreciate that because we we have always appreciated the people that support us because really we can't do anything on our own. It is truly the people that support us and back us up and join in with us to do things, to get these programs out and rolling and, and, and all the volunteers that work with us and supporters that come along to back us up. You're the ones making the difference. Yeah. You know, um, we're just a voice out here. So we're three women. We're a collective voice, but we're, we, we're our own individual voices as well. And, uh, you know, like Don is well-known, Donna Shear. I know you're really well-known. You have been for many years and you have a lot of supporters. And I mean, even myself doing what I do, I've had, um, you know, quite a lot of supporters over the years. And But like I said, we've always had some negative feedback as well and, and naysayers. Yeah. And people yeah. that sit there and will make comments like, for instance, you know, oh, well, you know, that's okay for you to say, but that's just because maybe you grew up with a, in a big white house on the hill. 
I love and that. I'm like, you know, I see stuff. Yeah. I mean, I see stuff like that and I'm like, what a joke. You obviously don't know who I am or where I'm coming <laughs> from. Because otherwise you wouldn't say that. Um, you wouldn't tell if you knew who Donna was, where she's, how hard it's been for her and, and, and what she's, she, she's done amazing things, with, you know, in her life. And, you know, she, 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 she built it herself, like she did it herself. Um, she put a lot of hard work into what she was doing and into everything that she was doing. And it really was hours and hours. We're talking years worth of hours of time invested to try to make a difference in this world, you know, and Lee, Lee Roberts, the same thing. I mean, Lee, Lee has spent countless hours helping people and, you know, helping survivors of abuse, right? Helping um, the homeless, helping people that are vulnerable in her community in the deaf community. And like, she's an amazing advocate and amazing person. And she didn't grow up on a fancy hill fancy white house on top of the hill you know what i mean so I, I was a little put off comments that i saw you know and i i thought you know okay we're gonna we've always been real we've always said what we wanted to say none of us have ever done a show whether it was scripted or not where our own voice wasn't coming through and so you know i think this will be much better this format because we can really talk off the cuff you know what i mean and that's what we're going to do. But I just, you know, I'm I'm introducing the show tonight because I was, um, you know, it made me angry when I saw some of those comments. Not not the positive ones. Those made me really happy. I thought that's wonderful. But some of those comments, I'm like, you don't even know me, you know. And you you make a comment about somebody that you don't even know, um, you know, something that you're assuming, right? The, you know a person's grown up a certain way or a person's had so much in their life that they're not coming from behind the eight ball. Anybody that actually knows me and knows my work, my name is Lorianne Smith. I'm a survivor of child abuse in, in, in every way. And, you know, I'm a survivor of child rape, which caused me to be barren. I'm a survivor of extreme physical abuse, extreme psychological abuse, um, a lifetime of, of pain and horror. And, you know, Somebody to sit there and assume something like that, it just bothers me. And for somebody to say something, you know, about Donna, um, it just shows me that you don't really know who Donna is. Donna has been, Donna and Lee both have been so incredibly kind to me, supportive, helpful, but not just me. I, I say that like because they have been, they've been really good to me as a person, advocating alongside as a sister. But the thing is, and as a friend, but what I see they do for other people, that's what I'm talking about. They do that for everybody that they know. And so when I see negative comments about people like Donna, I'm just like, you don't know her, but you think you do, but you obviously don't. So we're getting real here tonight. We're gonna to talk about the reality of, of this real situation that, we're, that we are. <laughs> yeah. And you know, sit back and listen and if you yeah. don't like us move on you know go bother somebody else like i said in the description yeah the um the comments some of them were you know a bit upsetting and in the past i would have gotten really you know angry to it's like yeah me too like a <laughs> fire angry 
Um, and I was like, I get a little upset at some of them. And it's like, well, who do you think you are? You don't, you don't know any of us personally. And if you do, and you're saying that, well, there's a, there's a problem with you, not us. Um, right. One, it's like, we've all been through our, our share of trials. And for me personally, I mean, I don't, I don't live on a house. I, 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 live in <laughs> I have lived in a trailer. I have lived in a really nasty trailer mold infested trailer that started my lungs getting sicker um and it was infested in the walls with other things that we just won't go there but um <laughs> bugs bugs and mice and think of their droppings you know it's like no wonder my lungs get sick but i've also been homeless yeah. multiple times i've been homeless as a single parent with a small baby i was homeless i've slept outside in a baseball dugout thank god that it was warm weather yeah, it was the start of the summer and, you know, it's like I didn't really sleep. It's kind of like one eye and holding him because he was less than two years old. Um, slept that way for a couple of nights and somebody found out, you know, that's what I was doing. It was I was actually on my way out of state because I was running from my son's father. I was starting anew. Um, um, but, yeah, I mean, I've been homeless. I've slept in places that, you know, it's just absolutely horrible. Um, some scary places. So it's like, you know, we're not living in fancy places. We're not living in fancy houses. And, you know, for those of us, you know, who do have a home, you know, Donna has a house and that's her home. And she's been there for a long time. Um, it's not like this mansion up on a hill, you know, surrounded <laughs> by a not rolling in the house. Got buried in the backyard, and you haven't let us know. <laughs> I can really. Um, so we've been places. There's something that came to my mind about that too. Really, I was saying, it's like, don't judge my life by the chapter you walked in on. Exactly, you know? and that's true. That is so very true for every one of us. And you know, we've all dealt with things. We've all walked through fires, and some of us are walking through other trials. And that's judging a book by its cover. That's, that's, you know, making assumptions on something you have no clue about. No. Um, and then there are some commenters who, um, you know, just have nothing better to do. But <laughs> ruffle everybody else's feathers. They're not happy in their own life. They're not happy with themselves. They just want to yeah. just create chaos everywhere. Some people, if there's no drama in their life, they're going to create drama because that's the only way they know how to live. It's sad and it's a waste of energy. It really is. Right I on. laugh at most of them. I get upset at a few of them. And I was like, well, wait a minute, you know, how dare you? And how, how can you say that without really knowing, you know, but there are people that are going to be out there like that. They're, they're everywhere. They're naysayers, the haters, haters going to hate, let them hate, let them go hate somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Really, it's just you, we've got to learn to let let go of a lot of that. And it took me a long time. Took me a long time. There are still things that really burn me up. But you know, I get but it's the trolls, the trolls as well. And you know, trolls are out there to do nothing but cause trouble. Yeah. You know, and trip people metaphorically, you know, online. So, you know, this is this is really good. We've been we've we've done shows together, the three of us. You know, we've done a lot of blog talk radio shows and we had a format that we went by. It was kind of like, okay, 
you're speaking, you're speaking, you're speaking, and this is what you're going to share about. And we'd have statistics and other information that we wanted to get out and share. And that, that worked fairly well, even though, you know, we still weren't completely happy with it. It's talking off of a script, you know, and it's difficult because then I'm, you know, when you're dealing with memory issues for one thing as well, you know, um, it's like I had that major brain fart. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Okay. Happens, you know, um, you know the, the lovely commenter who understood migraines. Thank you. Yeah. That's right. A lot we had of one nice comment about that. Been yeah. Years going on 39 years with these things. Um, so it's really brutal, you know, and the memory loss that comes with it. Sometimes the transient aphasia. It's personally, I feel like. Oh, I'm an idiot. I can't remember what I was saying. Um, I can't get the words out. I know what I want to say, but I can't talk I right. I sound, you know, my open my mouth and it sounds like something kind of coming out of a golden retriever. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot and it happens to a lot of us. And a lot of people don't talk about it because it's embarrassing. And it's absolutely, <laughs> I was so embarrassed because I was on air um, in it wasn't, um, it, we're on video. And so, yeah, I was, I was definitely embarrassed, but I know that I'm not the only one experiencing that. And I'm That's right. grateful for having my mom's sense of humor where I've been able to, okay, you laugh about things and kind of like move on. It's like, okay. Um, there's so many things that people don't know about us. And yes, we're advocates and we've been advocating, you know, what feels like forever together with, with a little break in between and then come back together. Like we had never been apart. Um, and so many different things. I like this, you know, we're, we're trying to find our groove. That's where I was at. We were trying to find our groove with this, um, this new platform with being, you know, on video and having um, discussions and chats, talking about social issues and, and what's going on, you know, this past week or whatever. But, you know, I think our groove is definitely not with a script. <laughs> because no. We've discussed that even from the beginning that we weren't really sure about doing scripted ones. Yeah, no, mine's all over the floor. It's, it's on there. Um, and, and I kind of like that. It's freeing. There we go. Yeah, very and freeing. Talk from the heart. And, you know, if I happen to have a one of those moments again, which are, is bound to happen, you know, it's like, okay, you know, somebody else take over now. So, um, yeah. and of course, I, I remember a comment off the top of my head about, um, or, or, are we survivors? Have we been in abusive relationships? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, different types of abuse. Um, I think the only abuse I didn't experience was spiritual abuse. Um, so, you know, we'll just put it all in a nutshell. Um, abusive relationships. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I left the house at 17 and a half right after I graduated and I was, I was still trying to find somebody to love me, trying to find somebody to take care of me, to protect me, something that my own father never did. And he never told me he loved me. I don't ever remember that. Um, and, you know, he was just, he was a very like handsy person and oops, I didn't mean to rub up against you, you know, um, was, there was a lot of abuse that I went through, um, more of a uh, sexual years of sexual abuse since I was, um, I was young and, you know, the gang rape when I was 14 and, you know, a couple more subsequent, um, 
sexual assaults and one attempted, where the one attempted, I I laugh now, not at the, the event itself, but how it, how it ended as because my son was, we hadn't, we were still living in Amesbury, Massachusetts, and he was less than two years old. And I had a young, a teenager at the house, at the apartment, and she was keeping an eye on him. And I kind of went down to McDonald's and I was getting a coffee because I didn't have any coffee at the apartment. Well, I was tired, so I thought I would, you know, those were the days when you generally, even you could hitch a ride and, and you know, parents be okay. But I'll tell you what, on, I got a, I had a jumbo coffee. All right. Um, and this person picked me up, happened to be a male, uh, long stringy hair. I remember exactly what he looks like, but he gave me a ride. And then as we're starting to, you know, head in the direction of, of my apartment complex, <clears throat> he starts attempting to unbutton my jeans and I get under my shirt. And I did not think I just did because what I did all of a sudden, I take off the lid, and I'm thinking, oh, there goes my coffee, right? <laughs> I the lid off, and I pour it right on his crotch. <laughs> never seen anybody stop this fast in my entire life. I mean, boom. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm shaking. I'm standing at the front of a door of some other building. And, you know, that was the last time I hitchhiked. And I told the, the teenager, you know, because she was a girl, I told her that, you know, this is what happened. Please be careful. She said, oh, you know, it won't happen to me. It won't happen to me. I never thought anybody else, and you know, I never thought it would happen to me either. Yeah, um, right. But I stopped that, and that was just before that was um, that was before the lawsuits for McDonald's for their scalding hot coffee. Well, it was perfectly <laughs> brewed. What do people think? I mean, it's gonna be hot. Um, so I don't think he was able to, you know, utilize his personal equipment for quite a while. Gotcha. You know, maybe right. you'll think twice about touching somebody else. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, it was like one after the other, after the other, after the other, and ending up in bad relationships. Um, I've been, I've been physically assaulted. Um, I have been, what do you call it, emotionally or psychologically um, dealing with, and I, as my son's father, um, had put me through a lot of stuff, and he was. You know, the first person that I met, I think, when I left the house, um, 17 and a half, trying to find, you know, trying to find goodness in, in, in somebody, somebody to take care of me. And I just kept ending up with, with, with really um, abusive males. I won't even say they were men because they really weren't. You know, men don't do that. Real men do not abuse people. They do not abuse women. And it's just, um, it's crazy. And you know, there were a lot of things that I went through with him, you know, and I'm like waking up in the middle of the night and, you know, being raped by your own husband. And then I didn't know that it was called rape. And I learned that a long time ago. And mm -hmm. yes, yes, you can be raped by your husband if it's not wanted. Yeah. And right. it's taken anyway, it's rape. rape. Yeah. Uh, there was so much I went through with him and through, other relationships. And that's all because I learned the greatest lesson of all with, um, I was married a few times and they, they each one lasted a year. So um, I took that abuse for a while, but got out pretty quickly. And the last one actually got himself killed. He drank four times the legal limit and tried to walk across a major highway 
um, that drunk in the pouring rain, major, major rainstorm about 530 in the morning. And so he broke about every bone in his body. But it was um, it was very physical with him. The thing I learned with that relationship and he was 11 years my senior. The thing I learned with that was that I was looking for the love I was supposed to get from my father and all these guys who all were all older than I am, mm -hmm. older than I was at the time. Um, but I was looking for something that I was never going to get, and I needed to let that dream go. Yeah. And I finally did that with with that, you know, with his death and with the end of that relationship. So you know, and it's um, there are things that I have lived through that you know would make some people, I don't know. It was like, there's just a lot of stuff there that, you know, I'm not going to get into um, with everyone out there listening. But to let you know, yes, I, I've been in abusive relationships, a lot of them. And the reason was I trying to find something. And I ended up actually getting people, getting guys who somewhat mirrored my father's behavior because mm -hmm. it was something I was familiar with. It's like I didn't know what healthy love was. Did not know what a healthy relationship was yeah. with anybody. It's like my mom, you know, my mom and my grandfather, you know, my grandmother was amazing. I loved her, uh, but my grandfather was my very best friend. And, uh, you know, my life got shattered when he died of an aneurysms. Really, he went boom down and he was gone. And I was, you know, 17 and a half, hadn't graduated yet. So, um, but he's the one that taught me that there is, there is healthy love out there that, you know, that it does exist. So, yeah, but that commentator, I, I've been through it. We've a lot of us, you know, we've been through the same, you know, we've been through not through the same, but similar abuses in some in some sense. Not all three of us here. I mean, I'm talking about in general in the world, where we've all gone through a lot of things. Um, you're not alone. You're absolutely not alone. Um, so in this new format, I'm, I'm kind of like this, you know, talking from the heart and sharing different things. Yeah, me too. It, it, we've been trying to work on finding that groove, and I think that we've found it with this. I think that we have. So, um, yeah, that was a comment that stuck out to me about the abuse, so I just wanted to share that. Yes, I agree, because I saw that comment too, and I was like, you know, to say stuff like that, like I have my own followers because I do um, my own broadcasting. I've been doing it for years, um, talking about abuse, my own story, but not just my own story, but also just the, what is, you know, child abuse prevention stuff, um, survivor stuff, adult survivors. Um, so over the years, you know, I've, uh, I've done so much material on this stuff um, because I've been on my healing journey for quite a few years. And I've gotten so much support from people, like on my own stuff that I do. And, you know, so many people have come by and, and, you know, once in a while I get some negative comment, like you should do something with your hair. Your hair looks terrible. And I just laugh because I'm like, buddy, if you think that that I give a beep about what you think about my hair, you, you can just go and like kiss my beep because seriously, I don't care if you don't like my hair. You know what I mean? I'm talking about abuse. I'm talking about stuff that people go through that is so horrific that they basically want to kill or kill themselves. You know, I'm talking about stuff that, that is so hurtful and so 
sad. Like if you're just concerned about my hair, it's obviously you're not listening to what I'm saying. So you need to go away. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. basically that's how I operate. That's how I do everything that I do with advocacy work. Cause I'm like, you know what, if you don't like something that we're doing, we're not going to change just because you don't like it. You know, it's like yeah. too bad. We're not out here for a popularity contest. No. This is the issue, and that's the difference between people that are just looking for popularity and only want a following of people that that want to kiss their ass all the time and you know sit there. Oh, you're so great. Oh, you're so wonderful. It's not about that. No. These are about serious issues that we're talking about. And like I said, this when we first started this, if anybody watched our introduction show, which maybe they maybe they didn't, but then you should probably go back and do that you'd see that we're not always going to talk about child abuse. No. We've got many different things we're going to talk about. It's just that we just introduced this new program that we've got rolling out that we think is very important because a little boy in Donna's area, very close to where she lives, was killed and murdered by an abuser. And no one did anything about it. No. And this is why we do what we do. Because yeah. we care. If we didn't care, we wouldn't be doing it, obviously, because we're not getting paid to do this. We're doing this because we want to help make a difference in this world. You know what I mean? I read through some of the comments and I, I, honestly, I kind of laugh because I thought, really? Like, I've been out here a long time. And is that all you really think about me? Um, you know, you're saying I live in this big house on the hill and I have a grand life. Well, <laughs> I'm very blessed, thank God. But um, in the same sense, you know, I've been in positions where I haven't had two nickels to rub together. Right. So people really, they, they don't know me and they don't know what I go through or what I have gone through. And, you know, you're, you're judging me because I have a nice home or I have a nice car or I like nice things. Seriously, who doesn't in this, this world? And, and if you say you don't, you're lying to yourself. But I think the biggest thing that got me was like people were nitpicking about different things we were doing or different things we were saying. And I'll be honest, I felt like we were kind of bland because I've always been known to say, you know, wh whatever I want. I didn't care what anybody said. I didn't care what anybody thought. I mean, I would be like, you know, blank, have a nice day. <laughs> I mean, it just, it, it, didn't, it didn't bother me what people thought about me or said about me or whatever. And, it, and I laughed, but then I read through here and I thought, we're out here genuinely trying to help kids. We're genuinely trying to bring home missing people. And you're going to, you're going to judge me on my car or my house or where I live. Like, does that really make sense? And what, what does that have to do with helping people? You know, and, <laughs> it doesn't. and, and I know that we all have followers and we all have people that love us and hate us. I mean, probably I have more haters than, than lovers to be honest. <laughs> You know, but yeah. and, and that and that's that's fine. I mean, I've said a lot over the years. I've done a lot. I mean, I've had radio shows removed off the air because of some of the things I said, which I hope I don't have that happen on this show now that we're under a new format. But I myself last night after the show, it, we got talking. I did kind of feel scripted because I kind of thought, you know, like we're we're giving stats, which I mean, everyone gives stats. Everybody does this. Everybody does that. We're, you know, we were there, we were give, given the descriptions and the stats. And I did, I felt like it was a bland version of what I wanted to do. And when we're sitting there talking on the after show and we're laughing and joking, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be. I want to show people we're real people because people see my picture in a newspaper or they see my picture on a book or 
on an ad campaign and you know they kind of just think you know oh there you are all pretty today well no there, there's nothing pretty about what we do and we always say how ugly how ugly child abuse is and other and just like Lee with the experience she had, no one should ever have to go through what she did. But we see that every single day. Yeah. So I just think some of the people that are judging us, you know, then if you don't like the topic, move on. No one's forcing you to stay here and listen. But That's for the right. people that really like they really was honest and they said, I love what you do. I follow you. You know, thank you for being a voice. You know, I, I appreciate that as well. But I kind of on this show, I've done radio and, and it has been scripted right down to you know almost every word you're saying. I mean, you can throw in some things. And I know even last week, like I was talking about a specific situation and I even said during the show, I know facts, but I'm not allowed to say I have to be very careful what I say. I'm throwing it out the window. I'm going to say whatever the hell I want to say. And I'm not going to worry about what people think or say, or I'm not going to worry about offending a sponsor or a supporter. If you don't like it, then unfollow. You you don't have to follow us. I'm not making you follow me. I'm not making you be a part of the team. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just not. And neither are you or Lee. And it, it's the fact that we can't worry about making other people happy. We have to make ourselves happy first. So I'm, I am all in on this new format. That's right. And it's really about, you know, when we're when 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 advocates come together to do this stuff, it's it's generally for a reason. Like really, it's not like a talk show like we're gonna talk about if it was just a regular talk show with ladies talking about nail polish and stuff and the latest trends in makeup and stuff, well you would know that because the, the, the title would be crazy. like makeup tips from Laura, Donna and Lee. Like, you know, what I mean, we're not talking yeah. it's obvious what we're doing out here as advocates and many people like we said we have a lot of supporters who love what we're doing and they and they they they, they share our stuff and they care because they care about people and they care about children and they want to see child abuse stop and they want to see homelessness you know people not be homeless and they care about people in general right and then you have these other people that could say did you even listen to the show do you even know what we're talking about you know i guess not some of the comments some of the comments didn't even fit the show last night. They didn't even fit. They didn't even fit the topic. They were just like all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like we did. You even watch it? If, if you're not interested, move on. Like I said, you know, go bother somebody else. Because seriously, we, we, we're on a mission, and we're not out here to please people. We're not out here to try to, you know, um, become popular with a certain set group of people or anything like that. We do this out of the because we care. All of us are, are doing this for. We're not getting paid to do this. We're doing this for free and we're doing this because we care. It, you know, it takes time to do this. We take time out of our day to do this. We take time out of our day to help people when we can. I know I've got my own just sort of stuff that I do with uh, child abuse stuff. I'm a, um, I am volunteer with the ASCA, Adult Survivors of Child Abuse and More Center Program. I also now have a group going with SIA, that's Survivors of Incest Anonymous. And why do I do it? Because I'm not getting paid to do this stuff. It's because I care about people. So if you don't like me because I care about people, then I don't care. You know what I'm saying? No. So see, I'm not out here to, to please somebody. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not doing what I'm doing to please somebody. It's it's because we all we we came together to do this to make a difference. And so you know it's just it's it's kind of you know I think people actually think that we actually care <laughs> about what they think. And it's like not really 
I really don't. You know, I have, I've had a few people, you know, on my own stuff, like I'm saying, because I've got my own whole thing that I do on my own. And anybody that actually follows what we're doing here would see my links and could check it out if you wanted to. Um, you know, mainly a lot of survivors of abuse follow my stuff. And uh, people that care about stopping and pre preventing child abuse follow my stuff. And, um, you know, that's great. And the thing is, is I have a lot of support. But I do get some people that will make derogatory comments. And they act like their comments are actually important to me. Like, I actually care what they think. I'm like, now, now that's funny. Because I'm like, I really don't. You know what I mean? No. Um, because I'm not out here to, oh, we, i got to change this. Because i got to do this differently because this person doesn't like it. It's like, oh, I better go dye my hair because somebody doesn't like my hair. It's like, oh, boy, who cares? You know what I mean? Um, I'm 55. Like, what do you expect? I think I think I, we're all really looking for our age, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you. We really are. I think so. We're all beautiful <laughs> our age. And anybody that doesn't think so can just stick it up the wazoo. That's what I got to say. So <laughs> I, I was going to say a lot worse earlier. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm keeping it pretty toned down because nobody really wants it's, to know. What but I it's, it's not about what someone looks like yeah. or, I mean, I've got some really nice comments on my, on my watch <laughs> and my bracelet and, you know, my jewelry and Hey, that's cool. And, you know, I've had the comments about, I have fake hair. I have fake teeth. I have fake other parts. <laughs> and it's like, do you really care about that? I'm, I'm here and I'm I'm out and we are helping the homeless and we're helping kids and we're helping people that's lives are basically destroyed. And mm -hmm. you're so busy picking apart how we look that you forget the work we're doing. And I don't care what anyone thinks or what anyone says or what they think I look like. I know what I look like <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't bother me. I like myself and that's all that matters. That's right. You know? Everybody has to be body positive. You 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 have to be comfortable in who you are and what you look like, and and that's it. And if someone don't like it, then buzz off, buddy, because nobody cares. Yeah, that's that's it. And it's just you know like we we do. I think like I was saying when we first came on here tonight. You know we all have a voice. Our voice is just as important as the next person. You know, you see all these people out here talking and, you know, all over the world, people are talking and they're talking online, they're talking video format, they're talking audio format. Well, our voices are just as important as theirs. And Lori, what we have to say about it, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, we were on the Michigan station for so long and we had a particular format that we followed and it, it basically was scripted. And then um, we come on here and we're thinking we're going to do this show our way. And, and I wanted it to be something that that was us. I didn't want it to be scripted. I didn't want to have a format. I didn't want to follow everyone else. I wanted to kind of have us come on and just have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And I even found myself, like I said, a couple of times I thought, okay, this is kind of bland. I'm reading off of a card statistics or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. Hey, let's put the statistics down in the comments or the links down in the comments. And let's, let's just keep it real. Have a conversation. That's mm -hmm. what people want. People want real talk because I don't really think people are relating when we're reading statistics or signs and symptoms. I think people want to know what you experience, what you go through, how you feel. You know, I mean, I've never had a situation like Lee. Um, I, I was very blessed. Um, I married the, my first boyfriend. We were together over 30 years. I mean, in that sense, I never heard <laughs> a lot that she did, <laughs> you know, so like, and even myself, when she says it, or the other day when I was reading through your book, 
you know, I was reading things and I, and I just kind of sat there like shaking my head thinking, you know, geez, like I was, I was so blessed. And I started all this because a friend of mine's um, daughter was sexually abused. That was how I got into child advocacy. I became a voice for that child. And from that day on, that, that was all that it was ever about was helping kids. It didn't have to do with, you know, um, I have 10 books out or I'm on the best sellers list or I'm on the worst sellers list. That never mattered to me. To me, it's about helping people and, and making a difference. And no, we're, we're never going to help anybody, everybody. And, you know, and everybody's never going to support you because for as many people that like you, that just as many hate you, but those haters, I mean, <laughs> they're great. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Yeah. So, you know, well, excuse well, me. Um, I want to say we We've all done, we've done a lot of advocacy work over the years. And, you know, we, we've, each of us, we've been advocating separately and together for a long time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And with the experiences that we bring to the table, um, collectively, we have become far better advocates today than we were starting out. Um, yes. We've learned so much from each other. We've learned so much from other um, other survivors, other advocates that we have connected with, that we have worked with. And, you know, it's, we're, we're finding our own, our own group, but this is it, you know, with, with the, um, with the no more script. Um, <clears throat> we will always stand with, you know, with other survivors, with, um, with helping to protect children, helping to protect animals, um, standing with other survivors and um, supporting others with chronic and invisible illnesses. And, you know, we'll do it our way. We're real, we're raw, <laughs> we're down to earth. Um, and, you know, we're gonna do it our way. And there will always be somebody out there that doesn't like it. They'll find something to pick on, like Lori, your hair. I mean, come on. <laughs> something so they're going to pick on your hair you've got some hair out of place or you know you didn't quite make it to get fixed you know i've had people choose to berate me and and tear me up for having such short hair um and also it's like my late husband was like um the first time i got my hair cut extremely short uh now it was just a little bit longer than this and he looks at me and says well, now I'm not going to know if I'm in bed with a man or a woman. <laughs> I'm like, you got to say something. He was rude. He was really, really rude. Um, but I learned the greatest lesson of all from that, that relationship. So, you know, for that part of it, I'm thankful. But I kind of like looked at myself and I'm going, you know what? You're the problem, dude. As I can tell. Um, there's going to be somebody that's going to pick on we're here. <laughs> I don't like that. Gray doesn't look good on you. That's, you know, you shouldn't be wearing that doing the shows. Or, you know, you touch, you fix your glasses too much. You do this too much. You know, you know what? We're not here for accolades or, you know, for from anybody. We're here to create awareness, to share uh, and support others. And right. that's, you know, and we'll do it the way we do it. Exactly. And, you know, whether you like it or not. Like I said, there's always going to be somebody out there that's going to complain about something. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, well, we're not decked to the nines. We're not all to, in makeup. Not everybody wears makeup. Um, not everybody wears all, you know, fancy dress where I don't have any designer labels. Sorry. My designer labels come from <clears throat> Walmart or the thrift store. Um, put some good clothes there. I'll tell you. <laughs> but, you know, it's not about what, what shirt we're wearing or, or what clothes we're wearing. Um, or, or, you know, you get $300 sneakers, man. No, you know, you, Twenty-something dollars at Walmart. Yeah, that's good. That works for me. <laughs> Bare feet, sandals, work boots, um, or sneakers. I'm I'm good. And it's just it's ridiculous. They they want to pick a fight, and it's become so much worse this past year. You know, yeah. and yeah, well, we're we're definitely not going to be talking politics, anybody. So um, oh, definitely but, not <laughs> because of the virus. Everything has gotten. Ah, you know, <laughs> and people sure like you, know, you get stuck at home. You've got a quarantine, or you know, for me right now, I don't. I I'll go out, but I consolidate my trips. I I'm all about consolidating trips anyway. It saves gas, saves time, and personally, with with fibromyalgia, um, it, it conserves my energy. It conserves my spoons. You know, right. some days we start out on a low spoon supply. Um, so it's just. not bending to others' expectations for our show and for what we're doing. You know, if they don't like it, they can keep going. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't it's feed the trolls. Show. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly. Not after midnight, not in the morning, not in the afternoon. Don't feed the trolls. You know, <laughs> I just, okay. I made a comment once and this was, this was, probably about six months ago. Um, no, it wasn't even that. It was, it was when a certain person got the virus and tested positive. And I made a comment on an article by our local news. And oh, so, yeah. you know, I'm surprised you didn't get sick sooner. And I'm telling you what, I, nowhere in there did it say I was happy that someone got sick because I would never wish that on anybody. But I'm telling you what, they came out like cockroaches. <laughs> mm -hmm. They do. You flip on the light. They all came out, man, and they were just tearing me up. There were two people that supported me. And it's like, and I'm like, go back and read it again, dude. Yeah. I didn't say that. Not even close. People so are like, so judge. When these, and I walked away from it. And I really, I don't comment on things like that anymore news articles and such. I'll click a like button if I like the article and it's something really positive um, and I'll share it. But other than that, I've pretty much stopped commenting on things because people are just crazy. They get crazy. Like somebody flipped their switch and they've just gone berserk yeah. and they've got to find something to argue about, even if it's not there and you can go back and you can read something. It's like, <laughs> No, not even remotely close to what you think I said, what you're saying no. I said. Um, so it's just, it's like, you got to learn, like, put the hands up going, okay, I'm out of here. You know, I kind of had a conversation back and forth with a Facebook friend of a friend of mine. And it was, it was about, it was about deaf people and, and the person believed 
actually, you know, along the lines of um, Alexander Graham Bell, you know, with the eugenics and we're all supposed to be, you know, um, hearing, hearing, we're supposed to be hearing people. We're supposed to be born hearing. And I had commented to this person that, you know, well, you know, God started me on my journey to deafhood when I caught nearly meningitis that was nearly fatal. Um, hence came the glasses and started the hearing loss. And this person was like, you know, we're all supposed to be born hearing. And, and it's just the comments and everything. This person was just not willing to be educated. They were not willing to even think about some of the stuff I shared. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I had, I had to walk away from that one because yeah. it was back and forth, much back you and forth can do. No. and trying to share information and educational information with them. And it just wasn't happening. So some people just can't be educated. They're not willing to. They no, are so no. very rigid. I mean, everybody where they stand, where they, their opinion. Think, they think yeah. that they are not willing to even consider anything different than what's in their own head, you know? And some of it has to do with the other ways, but this was an older person. This, this was, you know, this was this was an older person, not you know seventy or eighty kind of older, but definitely an older person. And I don't know, it's really hard, really hard sometimes to just walk away because we just it's like, you know, <laughs> and you know, but. <laughs> Sometimes think about it for a couple of days <laughs> before I comment, you know, yeah. um, it's taken me a long time to get there, but, but to do that, it's not easy to walk away. And when, we're, when you're an advocate as well, it's like, you really, you know, like I said, some people aren't willing to learn. They're not willing to be educated. They just don't. Yep. So kind of like, you know, okay, on your way, on your way. <laughs> Get and, going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, Move along. <laughs> so, and, you know, well, I know some people aren't just, they just aren't willing. But there are things that we do as advocates and in, in, when I go to the Community Kids Watch program for a minute, and it is, it is our job as parents, guardians, and even some grandparents um, who do raise their grandchildren for whatever reason, um, it is our job to take care of those kids, to teach them right from wrong, yes. um, to teach them how to treat other people, to, to be kind, to com be compassionate, and... You know, yes, it all starts at home. It, it has to. It should start at home. Unfortunately, there are families where, you know, that's not happening. And mm -hmm. it is our job. Just, even if you're not a parent, it's our job to, you know, protect those little ones out there. You know, sometimes there, there are, you know, bad things happening at home. There is abuse. There's neglect. And, you know, and, you know, like, um, like Anson. And my heart just yeah. broke there. But we've got to be willing to step up and say something and be their voice. And we've become the voices for those who can't, you know, can't speak for themselves 
or for whatever reason as an adult are not able to, um, right. we're there to share their stories, to support them on a journey um, and to help protect them. And these kids, they need us all. It, they, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to protect a child. Mm -hmm. And yes, we are responsible. We are morally obligated um, to protect other, protect kids, whether they are ours or not, because they are ours. Mm -hmm. You know, they may not be ours biologically or even in our family, but they are all our children. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's sad that some people think the way they do, and it's like, well, yeah, not my, not my problem, not my circus, man. You know, yeah, I kind of see that kid's got lots of bruises and. You know, there's some things that don't don't look right, and I'm worried. But you know what? Not my circus, not my problem. You know, and next yeah. thing you know, um, you find out they died, or or they've been put in the hospital. Um, mm -hmm. So before that happens, you know, it before things get worse, it it needs to be a problem. Every single one of us, we're obligated. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's right. And I think. And for everybody out that there who thinks that way, that, that it's not their problem. Yeah. I and take care of my own. I take care of my own. And people need to take care of theirs. Well, if they're not taking good care of theirs, somebody else needs to be, you know, keeping an eye on them and speak up for them exactly. somehow in the safest way possible. You know, if that means making a phone call, if that means, you know, connecting with someone, you know, who is a mandated reporter. And say, hey, which you know, and you can you can message us, um, you forage, and we can help you through that too. Um, but we've got to speak up. We've you know talked to somebody. It's a mandated reporter, and maybe they can make the report, you know, and get that call made. But we got to do something. Doing nothing is turning a blind eye and it is allowing things to continue. It is allowing the abuses to continue, the neglect to continue and allowing the unsafe conditions that, you know, some of these kids are in. And what's sad is that school, school is supposed to be their safe zone. And it is for a lot of kids that are being abused and neglected at home. Uh, sometimes, you know, kids deal with a lot of bullying. They deal with harassment and they deal with, yeah. Sometimes teachers who don't really see, they don't see past, you know, the smile that the kids are trying to put on their faces. Then, you know, the bullying on the playground. Um, kids fighting is one thing. Kids will fight. They'll. My son had a friend in elementary school. They they would knock the tar out of each other. <laughs> like boom, boom, boom. They'd both be down. Five minutes later, they'd be friends again. It was, and although their friendship kind of, you know, they, they went their own ways over time, that one relationship, I saw my son learn to stand up for himself, you know, when he had that, he had his buddy. They, they fight still, you know, mm -hmm. but like I said, five minutes later, they're friends, but there's bullying that happens. It is not, um, bullying yeah. is not, as I always say, bullying is not a rite of passage. I got, you know, I got shoved around. I, you know, in the girls' room, had smoke blown in my face and cornered by, you know, multiple girls. And I'm like, because they thought it was funny. And I've also been shoved into a, a walk in freezer, you know, when I was in um, the food program, um, culinary arts. I had one girl who was a year ahead of me 
and we connected after graduation and she's like well you know you made it easy for them to you know to to bully you and i'm thinking made it easy they shouldn't have been bullying me to begin with that's not right you know and you don't would they have not bullied me had they known what was going on what i was dealing with but you know at home would they would they have known if why i was so quiet why i was so painfully shy and you know back against the wall and kind of just watching everybody um we shouldn't have to take that into consideration before we just you know or they shouldn't have had to you know to know anything and say oh oh you're going through stuff at home okay we're not going to bully you then we'll pick on this other kid you know it's just bullying is not a rite of passage and no. it's something that needs to be stopped and more schools need to do something about it Although though they're like, you know, we can't always protect the kids. We can't always do this and blah, blah, blah. But some of those kids, that's their safe space. And school should be a positive place for learning, for growing, um, and having fun. For, for, all kids. Not. Yeah. for some kids, it's not, though. No. I mean, and not every school has those problems, but a lot of them do. And... You know, I mean, that would have such, you know, those those problems to such a degree that it's a real, you know, huge issue. But some of them do. I grew up in schools where there was gangs and all like my, like not elementary, but junior high and, and high school um, where I grew up in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, had many different gangs. And there were always gang fights and sort of gang wars and people getting, you know, the police would be at the school with the tear gas and, the you know. Um, riot control and stuff like this and there was always a lot of bullying and a lot of that kind of stuff going on um, but the thing is is you know and a lot of it ethnic bullying you know what I mean because of the different groups in the schools right and you know um, school should be a safe place but it's not always you know no. and this, now you have to watch because there's so many teachers getting caught now abusing children sexually and in every other way um, but you see a lot of uh, sexual abuse in schools now that they're, they're, they're busting these teachers that are sexually abusing children. So it's, it's not a safe place anymore. I don't think it ever was, but it's really not now. And, you know, school should be a safe place for children, but it's not. Home should be a safe, safe, safe place for children, but they're not, you know, and, and that's the issue. Um, so, yeah, we can talk. We have, we, you know, we can talk from experience, right? And we do know what we're talking about. <laughs> and it's, it's the issue that we do care. And the reason that I'm doing this with people, would people have had people ask me, would you still advocate if you hadn't been abused? And I would like to think that I would, because it's just my nature. I, think I just, you would have I, yeah, it's not just because of abuse, quite to stop child abuse. The issue is, is I care about people. So I not only advocate, you know, for against child abuse and, and for, you know, to promote awareness and, and stopping and preventing child abuse. I mean, I kind of advocate for anybody who needs a hand, like for, you know, for all, all, all human rights. I'm a big That's advocate. All for yeah. Yeah. It's not just because, you know, I've experienced a certain thing, even though I have, you know, um, that that's myself. I, I didn't get in all this just, for myself, I, I did it because in my heart, I wanted to help other people. 
And it all started when I saw a friend of mine suffering from what her daughter went through. And I thought no kid deserves to go through that. No parent deserves to go through that. And that was why I originally, you know, really got into it. But mm -hmm. as time passed, I mean, we got involved with helping the homeless. Um, we got involved with the teen dating violence, um, the bullying, you know, I mean, we've done so much. If you look on our website, you can see all the things that we've done over the years. And there's not just one thing that we do, or there's not just one group of people we help. We try to help everybody that we, we can. We try to be a voice yeah. to anyone that needs assistance. And I, I personally do not judge people. In this world, I see people as a whole. I see shades of gray. I don't judge. I don't I, I just don't think that it's right that anyone really judges anyone or has a pick on anyone. Um, I've been a, through a lot of valleys and trials in my own life. And, you know, it, it's hard. It, it is really hard. And sometimes it's really hard to talk about it. Like when we do some of the shows, like I share bits and pieces because you know me, I tell you and the everything, but I'm not a sharer with other people. I never have been. It's just my nature. It, it's just who I am. But I mean, everyone has feelings. And at the day, everyone, you know, like you can, you know, everybody will say to me, you know, ah, brush it off. You got big shoulders. I've had big shoulders for a long time. I've had big shoulders ever since I got started. And, you know, but sometimes when you're really out there and you're trying to make a difference like we are, and then we get some of the negative comments like we did. And, and it's not even anything that that matters. It's just like you said, uh, your hair, or you touched your glasses too much, or hey, nice walk, or, and it's like, you're missing the message. You're so busy worried about what we look like, or what we do, or what we have outside of our advocacy work that you're missing the fact that we're out here trying to help kids. But you know, in my community, I live in a small town, and the city is like 20 minutes away. And um, as many people as I help, you don't get, sometimes you get very little support when it comes to advocacy work because it's like a dirty word. No one wants to hear it. No one wants to say it. But yeah. the minute that they have a problem, their kid gets hurt, they get they get abused or they get sexually assaulted or whatever. I'm the first person they call. And then I'm like their best friend. And then it's like after I help them, it's like, yeah, OK, see you later. You know, and it's it's funny because it's like people don't want to support you until they need you. And then when they need you, then, oh, I support you. And I've always supported you. You know, people should just genuinely care about people. And I know that was one of um, the comments where I said, you know, we as adults should be role models. And how many people commented, you know, I'm not a role model. I didn't ex ask to be a role model. Don't expect me to be a role model. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe not everyone is a role model, but in, in my world, I... I want people to be something that kids should treasure. You know, I want to do things the right way so that my kids do it the right way. My grandkids do it the right way. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I was. And I, and I never called myself a role model. I'm just saying our actions and the things we do and the way we treat people, teach our children how to treat people. So if mm -hmm. your kid sees you smacking the hell out of your wife, what do you think he's going to grow up and do? You know, or, what do you think that when your daughter's boyfriend starts beating hell out of her, that she's going to think it's okay? Cause Hey, I saw dad beating hell out of mom. And that's just how life is. No. Mm. You know, if my son laid hands on a woman, I would personally kick his ass. If <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. And if, if, my, if my daughter was, uh, 
you know, like <laughs> if she would be that way to my son-in-law, I would have something to say, like, <laughs> you know, and it does have to do with the way that we present ourselves as, as parents, as people, you know, I mean, come on, we're all, we're all aunts. We're all, you know, um, grandmothers, uh, we're sisters. It's like, come on, you know, you have to want the best for other people's kids as well as you do your own. And if you don't, then, <laughs> you know, what kind of example are you setting? You know, I, I, like I said, I never oh, said that yeah. I'm a role model, you're a role model, but come on, you know, set an example for children to kind of look up to. I'm not saying you have to go out and <laughs> be Superman. I'm just saying, you know, if you see something happening that's not right or, you know, your son's beating the hell out of his girlfriend. Come on, op open your mouth and say something. Or you see Susie down the street is not feeding her kids. Open your, your mouth, you know, M maybe it's not your business. And, but, but if that child dies, can you live with the fact knowing that you knew what was going on and you just let it go? Mm -hmm. that, that's how I look at it. And like I said, we, we had a lot of great comments. We had some very negative comments. Um, a couple <laughs> of them were addressed to me because I said about being a role model to kids. But I do think that people should present themselves in a manner that teaches kids to look up to them and have respect for them. But it also, kids grow up to be good human beings when they're adults. Mm -hmm. Well, this is it, and Donna. And you know, the thing is, is like those comments about the role model thing, uh, you know, had me kind of like angry and pissed off because I, you know, I'm kind of like, because some of the comments were that were saying something like, um, well, maybe we just can't be like you with all your high morals and values yeah. and all this. And, uh, you know, as in, and, and, you know, maybe you were born with that and that's just the way you are. Well, the thing is, is like, know what it is is I grew up abused but my parents my both of my parents were my abusers but both of my parents were abusing each other too so yeah. I'm not telling a wawa here story so everybody will feel sorry for me what I want people to realize is that I've seen you know a lot of really horrible horrible stuff grew up in that that was my life I didn't know anything different you know um and it's like just the sheer, you know, horror of watching, you know, my dad, the way he treated my mom and, you know, the stuff that my mom did to me and my stuff that my dad did to me, all of my siblings, just absolutely horrific, you know. And so for somebody to sit there and say, well, you know, well, we can't be like you. Maybe you grew up with high morals and high values. No, I grew up in the pits of hell. That's yeah. where I grew up. Yeah. But we, I didn't stay there and I chose not to stay there. Exactly. You chose not to. That, that's that's right. the point. See, we're three different you, women, three different worlds. And we we all grew up three different ways. We all have our own experiences of what we what we experienced over our childhoods, but then also as adults. But mm -hmm. we're all different and we all experience different things. And you can't look at me not knowing me and just like start making judgments or comments because... <laughs> You, you really don't know. And because I want my kids to grow up and, and be good people, you're, you're right. I don't want my son beating his wife or his kids. No, I don't want my grandchildren starving. No, I don't want them to be homeless. Yes, I want them to have a good life. I want them to have nice things. If you're going to judge me because of that, then the problem lies with you, not me. I mean, that, that's how I feel. That's exactly right. Um, and I think each of us, from all the things that we've been through with our life, I think that 
we are all different, but we all come out on top because we're all doing things to help other people. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, you do your own child advocacy work, you do your Bible study, you know, I mean, you do that. Lee's helping the deaf community. She, you know, she's doing her, <laughs> helping the homeless. And I, and I do my part, you know, and like I said, we're, we're all different, but we're all out there doing things to make life better for other people. And none of us are asking for anything in return. I mean, um, we're volunteers. We volunteer our time all the time, anytime we basically can. And like I said, we're not asking for anything in return. I mean, we're not even really asking people to support us. This is just our opinion and, and the things that we do in our lives and our personal time. And if people are offended by that, then, you know, I mean, I could be offended by a lot of things too, but I'm not. I'm offended yeah. by, you know, um, the price of gas is so high or I'm offended because, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's, it's crazy because everybody can be offended by something. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's so many things that you can be offended by. And it's like, what's the point in walking through life and be offended by everything? Why not set out and make life good and happy? You know, um, a friend of mine said to me one time, do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? You know, what, what's more important? And I said, well, I want to be happy. And she said, well, I want to be right. <laughs> and it's like, I choose happiness and, and I choose helping people and the need to be right. Really, it doesn't matter to me because in my heart, I feel what we're doing is the right thing. Yeah, that's right. See, now, yeah. I totally agree with you, but that's why we're all advocating together. And I know Lee would agree with this as well. Like the issue is, is that that's, that's the whole, there's no other reason why we're doing this other than the fact that we really care and we want to make a difference. Exactly. And, you know, we're just doing it with the capacity that we have. You know, my husband just passed away like two years ago. I'm living on like assistance, COVID-19, no job. I don't even know if I'll have my internet for another six months. You know, it's but hard. I'm not just sitting around thinking about myself and, oh, you know, um, somebody should be helping me. <laughs> I'm out here trying to help other people because I'm like, hey, I know there's people out here that need help. And there's, basically there's a lot of people, you know, yeah. my thing is, is be blessed with what you have and be blessed with the life that you have. You know, we could all want, we could, we could all want more in, than what we have, or we could all want bigger lifestyles, but I really feel like I'm happy where I'm at, you know, and, and I like what I'm doing and no, life's not perfect. Life can be hard and there's always going to be struggles and Hey, money's right. nice, but money don't stop problems. You know, money don't make your husband stay at home at night or not cheat on you or beat you or, you know, money don't make your kids do well in school. And, and a lot of no. people miss that. You know, they're, they're already so worried about, you know, being one step higher than somebody else. To me, life's not about that. I didn't grow up rich. I can assure you I did not grow up rich, <laughs> you know, and it's like so I'm one of those people that I'm happy with with what I have and I try to make the best of it. And I try to live life to the, you know, the very fullest, but people mm -hmm. judging me because of my house or my car, like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, and it's like, I'm sorry. Um, you know, there's really nothing I can say. I, why do mm -hmm. I have to be even sorry? That's right. <laughs> you know, like that comment really bothered me. Cause it's like, I'm going to tell you why we had worked hard our whole lives. And you're, you're, 
place in judgment. And it's like, so I had, I, I know I had to be someone that knew me or knew where I lived or whatever, which is fine. But like, you know, you're, you're judging people and, and life's hard. And trust me, life hasn't always been easy with me. I haven't had everything handed to me on a silver platter. And, and I think a lot of people out here, they look from the outside looking in, they think, oh, these people have it great. These people have great lives. These people don't go without these people. You don't know me until you are around me. You have to really be in someone's life to know anything about them. You can guess, you can think, you know, but at the end of the day, you really don't know. So like I said, some of the comments did really like it offended me. I thought, wow, you know, that's what people really think of like, the message we're trying to deliver. And I get the fact that nobody wants to go by a script because even myself, like I felt very, very bland. I was telling a story last night and I couldn't share names because we couldn't offend our sponsors or I couldn't say places because we couldn't, you know, offend certain supporters. And it's like, it's too hard. You know, if, if this is the, the rule we're going to take, I'm out, you know, either we're going to do it the right way or I'm not going to do it at all. And it was like we were all thinking the same thing, all you know, all of us. But then I woke up this morning to 60 different comments and I'm reading through them. <laughs> I love this and how other people thought, you know. <laughs> I mean, they were worried about hair and they were worried about watches and they were worried about houses and moral values. And it's like you're missing the point of what we're doing. We're not here. Yeah. I don't I don't care about the stuff hanging on the wall. I don't care about the jewelry I'm wearing. I don't care what, what the hell my hair looks like or if I touch my glasses five times. What I care about is we have a message to deliver and it's all about the message and it's about helping people. And, and that's the thing, helping people. We always say we are people helping people. Yeah. When we're helping different agencies or whatever, hey, I you know roll up the sleeves and I'm helping just like anybody else. And for people to look in at us and say, well, they haven't done nothing or, oh, they have a cushiony life. You have no idea what any of us are like. Other than what we <laughs> That's on. right. And before that, we were behind a mic. So nobody really knew what 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 we looked like, what we had, what we were. Now, all of a sudden, we're on video right. and everybody has an opinion. And it's like, you're judging me because I got some things hanging on the walls or you're judging me because you think I have this big cushiony lifestyle or you don't like my hair. Like... Like I'm going to change my hair tomorrow because one person doesn't like it. I like it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, it's your hair. About <laughs> hair it was like, you do whatever you want with it. That's right. It's like, you really care about our hair. <laughs> it's just so stupid. I know. It's just like, give me a break. Grow up. Go away. Um, you're a nuisance. <laughs> Wherever you are. Um, I have that stuff on mine too. And the work that I do with, um, you know, adult survivors of child abuse, you know, because so many people, there are so many of us out here. And so many people struggle, you know, and so I just like to be um, a bit of support for people. And for the most part, I get a really uh, kind comments from people. Me too, usually. You know? <laughs> Me too, usually. And, <laughs> yeah, but, but sometimes, you know, you just get one and you're just like, what? You didn't even listen to what I said. You didn't, you weren't even listening to what I was saying. It's like you're just judging me because of the way I look. Or, yeah, like yeah. the the comments, the comments didn't even reach last night's show, other than everybody was so upset because you know, we said about it takes a village to raise children, and you know, come on, that's true. It it really does. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're very upset because I said role model, and it's like 
okay, but like, if you know something's happened, don't you really want your kids to grow up and be good, decent humans in society? Or do you want them to grow up and be gangsters and robbing and killing? And, you know, I mean, the point was, is I think that kids should look up to adults. And, and that was, that was the point about people helping people. But these people, they were just all over the place. And then it was, I mean, like I said, it had nothing to do with us at all. Or, you know, oh, you're there, or, hey, you touched your glasses five times. Well, I'm legally blind in my left eye. So, yeah. So I, I have to wear, you know, glasses or contacts. I'm sorry that I had to adjust them. But don't you touch your glasses in the day? <laughs> you know, and it's like people are so focused on what we're doing or what I'm what we're saying. When we did yeah. radio years ago, they didn't they didn't see us. They they yeah. were they followed us, they liked us. And, and that was it, you know, and we went the number one. And, and, and I love that. Now we're doing this behind the scene thing so that people can see us on YouTube, which I love the fact that I get to see you guys in person, <laughs> you know, like I, I get to share the experience with you now. It's a little bit better than it was before, but like people's just going off the chain, worried about certain things. And it's like, you're focusing on all the wrong things. We're here about people helping people and, about having a voice and having an opinion. And you're you're not worried about that. You're worried about what I'm wearing or what's hanging on my wall or where I live or her hair or, you know, yeah. her glasses. And it's like, come on, that that's not what we're here for. You know, and like I said, if if someone don't like it, move on, hit the unfollow button. I mean, trust me, I've unliked it a million times. <laughs> that's what I do. If I'm watching something and I don't really particularly like it, it doesn't pertain to me, I just move on. I don't sit yeah. there and say, you blah, blah, blah. everybody thinks that their point that their comment actually matters. Well, it's like all of our voices matter as far as a collective yeah, group. But they're tearing yeah. they're tearing three women down that they don't know. That's right. And it, and it's like you don't know anything about any of us, you know. And it's like so you'd rather tear us down than just turn the channel, you know. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> I. I don't, I don't, I am a very, um, if I don't like something, I'm the kind of person, if I don't like something, I, I turn the channel. If it's not my style of music, Hey, I don't listen to it. You know, um, I love to paint, but I'm not that great. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I do what suits me. I don't destroy or try to destroy other people because I don't like what they're doing. I try to focus on what I do, what we do. Mm -hmm. And and I try to find positivity in life. And some of the comment we had over 60 comments this morning, I could have probably read a hundred more and each one of them, like I said, we did have some great comments. I don't want to take that, but people were so focused on her glasses, your hair, my clothes, my, this, <laughs> it, it made, it made no sense to me because it's like, geez, you know, like we're out here trying to give a message and we're trying to help people. And, Hey, I know it was feeling a little bland because I thought it was a little bland too. And that's why the notes are in here and we're not playing that game. We're not doing it anymore, <laughs> but it's, it's just the fact it's like, stop judging us. Tr stop trying to tear down something that other people's doing support people. And if you can't support, there's the door. Keep going. That's right. That's right. Because there's, you know, not everything is for everybody. You know what I mean? No. Um, not everybody likes my personal stuff well, that I do. My sister said to make sure, else, you know? my sister told me to make sure that these people don't get me on a rant because they're not going to want to hear it. <laughs> my sister said, once I get on, 
it gets worse. So she's like, I hope they quickly move on with this because she goes, they get you ranting and raving, they're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know, and Lee was telling me earlier, you're not going to cuss on the show, are you? Because I was mad. I was like, give me a break, you know? Well, that's well not the stuff they were I... saying about me, because they weren't really saying it, but the stuff they were saying about you. Because obviously they don't know you. Well, because if see, they did, they wouldn't be saying stuff like that. Well, see, the and that's thing why is, I'm like, yeah. Well, see, the thing was, is I used to write a column called My Two Cents for in Clinton County. And I had that column for close to 10 years. And people would like throw a topic out and I had to give my opinion about it, you know, and and I did. And a lot of times a lot of people didn't agree with me, but I didn't care. That's what I thought. I mean, that's the, that's the thing of opinions. Everybody's got one and you're entitled to what you think. But if I'm a columnist and you're asking me what I think and I'm telling you, well, once I tell you, you can't try to tear me apart because I told you. But the the guy actually, he did know me very, he knew me very well, but I didn't say the exact words he said. I would just basically say, you know, well, he had to be like, blank you and have a nice day. <laughs> that would be my comment. And it's like, yeah, if people didn't agree with me. It was like, okay, whatever, you know, see ya, have a nice day. It's not like I have to, <laughs> they have to agree 110% because trust me, how right out there. I don't agree with what they say. I mean, you're sure. here on TV. I don't, I don't agree with, I just, I don't. And I, I just found it like funny because I thought, boy, you know, you've been following me a lot of years that you know that that was the attitude I had clear back when I was a columnist and Hey, I really appreciate the support. But again, he was saying like the show's bland. You, you're, you're not yourself, be your true you. And, and that was kind of what you and Lee and myself had said last night, you know, we got to be true to self and we got to do it our our way. And if if our sponsors or supporters don't like it, then, you know, it is what it is because we can only be ourselves. We can't change who we are. We can't read from a piece of paper to make other people happy. And, and I'm not going to. I mean, I'm not sitting here in my underwear or anything to offend somebody. You know, I mean, I'm here try, trying to share, trying to be productive in society and, and make a difference and help people. My thing is, is I want to help kids. And whether you support me or you don't, I don't really give a shit. I mean, that's bottom right. line. I mean, that that's it. And like I said, in my own community, I get people that there, there's ones that have followed me for 20 years and, and, and I'm thankful and I respect that. But then there's also the ones that they don't know who you are until they need something or they need help. And then all of a sudden it's, Hey, you know, uh, they'll message you. Hey, can I have your number? Or, hey, can you, you know, do this or can you do that? Or, Hey, can you go to court with us? And it's like, okay, now I'm good enough because you need something. But before you, you can't support children or you can't put your name on a petition or, you know, but yeah. I do want to thank the person that left the comment about the work we did with Connor's law because mm -hmm. Connor's law, I totally support. And, that took a lot of work and a lot of time, a lot of signatures, a lot of behind the scenes work. And for that person, I thank you for really being a follower because you've been with us for a long time. Mm -hmm. And with all the negative, Lori, there was much positive. So if the haters, yeah, really that's right. But it affected us. It didn't. And you'll see me back here next week. So I'll show you how much that I really care what people think. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's just the issue. And I'm probably going to look just about exactly the same. So not much is going to change. Um, I'm saying like, <laughs> we are who we are. Well, I, like us or you don't. Today, I'm, I'm very casual, but in, in past shows, and even when we were on the air and behind the scenes, 
I always tried to like really like dress nice or whatever, but it's like, come on, it, it's COVID. We can't be in the studio. We're working from home. You know, what do you, what do you want me to do? Like, and I'm not going to ha have my hair styled and have a makeup artist just for, you know, the behind the scenes <laughs> of a, you know, of a talk show. It, it, it's pointless and it's silly. And like I said, if yeah. the only reason why people follow us is because of what we look like or what we sound like or how your hair is or how Lee's glasses are or my whatever, then they're the problem, not us. That's right. That's right. That's why, I mean, I, I did mention that, you know, we appreciate all the support and, you know, the people that have supported anything that we've done in the past. And that's wonderful. And we do appreciate you very much. Um, you know, it does make a difference. And we do, um, you know, like we're always happy to have support from people. And, you know, for the people that don't like us, we don't really care. You can just motor on. Um, you know, I was going to say like F off, but, you know, I decided to like not cuss on this show, <laughs> but the thing, you know, the, the issue is, is that was, that was keeping it cool F off because that's just how I feel. Um, you know, if we were actually that thin skinned that we were worried about what somebody thought, we wouldn't be doing this in the first place. Um, you know, the reason that we do this is because we care. We're putting ourselves out here to do this stuff. People, you know, for this type of stuff that, yeah. you know, if, if we were really truly worried about our reputation or, Oh, you know, if I say this or if I, if I support stopping child abuse, people won't like me. Or, you know, if I do this or if I don't do that, it's all about the fakie. You know, oh, if I do this, they won't like me and I won't have any supporters. And it's like, who the hell cares? You know what I mean? We're, exactly. we, you want to talk about real. We are real. Well, that's the, that's the thing. People have always been real. <laughs> people want you to be real and they want you to say it the way it is. But then when you do, they're offended. How dare mm -hmm. you say that? Why did you say that? How could That's you right. say that? And it's like, yeah, please, I'm either way. No matter what I say, I'm I'm not going to win because I'm going to yeah. have these people support me, and over here, you people aren't. And it's like, I, I don't know. I built a career on saying what I wanted to say when I wanted to say it. The last couple yeah. shows, I wasn't myself, and I did not feel comfortable. And then I just got to come out and I got to be me. And if people like it, they like it, and if they hate it, they hate it. And I mean, that, that's just the way it's going to be because I can't be something I'm not and mm -hmm. I can't make people happy. I'm not going to even try to make people happy. I have no reason to. The only person that I need to make happy is myself. That's right. That's right. You know, and we don't, um, like I said, if we had any, any other kind of um, um, reasons for doing this stuff, it'd be pretty evident that we wouldn't be, if we were trying to be, famous or something or we actually gave a shit what somebody thought we, we wouldn't be advocating for you know to stop child abuse and all of this stuff and, and all the other programs that we do and have done in the past and the thing because that's not a popular thing to do it's really not no. so that's why you, if people think that 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 by making a comment like that 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 comment actually those negative comments actually matter to people <laughs> like us they really don't it's like i've had you know, people over the years, you know, I've been speaking out publicly about the, the abuse that I suffered as a child, wrote books and everything with the help of Donna, who actually was originally the first original publisher of my books. And, you know, got busy, started talking publicly about this stuff in 2009. And so, I mean, that's a long time ago. And yes. I've heard just about everything from everybody that you can think of, uh, mostly positive, but some really stupid stuff too. And I'm like, if you think I, that I'm going to shut up and like go away just because you don't like me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Too bad. Like, they don't, don't know you. Know. Okay. 
You know they what I mean? Know I'm well. <laughs> and like that's what we said a long time ago, way back, 2010, 2011. We were like, we have work to do. You know, this is an important job. And we're all, they're always going to, we're going to run into people that don't think it's important. If they think that's perfectly fine, that children should just be abused and who cares. And, you know, there's always going to be those very sick individuals. And you know what? Go away. You know what I'm saying? If you don't care and you don't care, you don't, and, and you don't, and you think that that stuff is okay. We don't want you following us anyway. Go that's away. Right. We, you know, we have people that support us that, that, that care about children and they care about the homeless and they care about, you know, issues that are real and facing our, you know, teens today, bullying, teen, teen violence, teen dating violence, all this stuff, you know, the LGBT, all that stuff, it all matters. Yeah. And all of these people have, have feelings just like we do. All these people are suffering and hurting. And so what we decided that we're going to try to make a difference. And then we have people running us down because we're trying to make a difference. And then people would think that we three actually give a shit. So that's what I'm saying. You know, I promised I would be very cool tonight and I wouldn't cuss and, you know, make a big scene. But the thing, here's my big scene. You think we actually give a shit? We no. really don't we care about no. you because we care about the people who really, that we should, that, that need help. We don't care about losers who think it's perfectly okay to abuse children. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I just, it just, it, we're not out here to please people. That's no. the whole thing. Lori, I've never so been a people pleaser. I, I've never been a people pleaser. And my mouth has got me in trouble more times than I can. <laughs> but I'll tell you, for the people that don't like a lot of what we do or what we say, every time we bring home a missing kid, you know, come on, do, do you really think I care what you say? Or, you know, your, your comments because we talked about the missing or we post so many missing posts. I mean, we have people complaining because um, the girls that work behind the scenes, they're posting 10 and 15, you know, like pictures of kids a day that are missing and they're mm -hmm. unhappy, they're mad, they're upset, you know, and it's like, okay, but if that was your kid, would you want your kid brought home? Or, or do you want them out there missing? And mm -hmm. I can say, I can safely say, we have assisted many times on bringing children home, especially near my area. So it's like, I don't care. I, I don't care if you don't like what I do. I don't care if you don't like what I say. We're making a difference with these people. We're making a difference with kids. So, mm -hmm. you know, and Leach big time with the unidentified you know, and, and that's her, you know, that, that's, that's her thing. And she has a huge voice for that. And, you know, I support, I support her 110%. So if somebody has that's a right. problem with that, that's their problem. You know, that's right. we only can be who we are. As my grandmother used to say, you are who you are and no one is going to change who you are unless you allow them to. And I'm not allowing anyone to change me. This is going to keep That's talking right. until the day I can't talk no more. That's exactly right. This is it. And it's like me, you know, I mean, I identify, like, you know, yeah. suicide. Yeah. identify persons are just, it'll blow you away. Mm -hmm. You know, but we can talk. I'll, can share more on that in another show. Um, so it's mind blowing yeah. the numbers, the statistics, and when you actually see and know that people have been gone unidentified for not just for months, not just for years, but for decades. Decades. Mm -hmm.
and you know, men, women, and kids. You know, a child that's been still not not identified, and his body was found before I was born. You know, there's just still it's mind numbing. It is. You know? This is the thing. It is. And they're unidentified for many different reasons. So, you know. But why does it offend people? Like that we want to help bring these kids home or we want to find closure with these families. Like, I don't see what that has to do with anybody else or why people are offended. <clears throat> if that was my child and they were missing, I'd want them brought home. And I know everyone on the planet would, well, maybe not everyone, but most everyone. And if my ch child was gone and unidentified i would want them brought home i'd want closure i think most people would like i said there are there are people out there that i have dealt with in the past that hey it's my kid i can beat them i can starve them i can do sexually what i want with them when i want with them you don't know how many times that i've been to court and i've literally heard people say this and i'm sitting there and i can't even begin to comprehend like what they're saying or or what they're doing because it's like to me that is just it's sick it's sick behavior and it, it's, it's, no, it's wrong it's it, illegal. It really, well but it's hard to comprehend because you're there and, and you're trying to do good and then you have these people over here like they don't care and they feel like it's okay that they hurt a child or kill a child or abuse a child or you know or yeah. remember lori years ago we did the story um about <clears throat> boy that took the muffin off the stove and he was killed for taking a I'll muffin. I'll never forget that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so a child des deserves to die because he took a muffin off the stove. You know, yeah. and it's like people don't, they, they don't get it. And, it, you know, I don't even think it's that they don't get it. I don't think they care because we live in a world where we can't hurt anybody's feelings because if you hurt my feelings, it's over. I'm sad. I'm going to complain. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Like we have to be in this world where we can't offend anybody. We can't hurt anybody's feelings, but they can offend you and they can offend your beliefs, but don't mm -hmm. offend them because if you do, you cross the line and now, you know, it's on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like ridiculous. I said, I and the issue is, I don't is that know. Rights. people are always going to be find a reason to be offended. They're going to find a reason to argue. Yes. Um, and there are people out there that don't want to hear the truth. They'd rather believe the lies mm -hmm. that are out there and yes. um, some media and, yeah. you know, news, some news stations help perpetuate that. I mean, they're, they're misleading headlines, the misleading stories, um, but Facebook, social media in general, um, people are more apt to believe something because it's out there on the internet <laughs> you know? and so-and-so shared it. Who shared it from somebody else? Who shared it from somebody else? <laughs> and they just share it and don't research. Well, is there any truth to that? And we're like, no. You know, there was a story shared, um, and it had to do with Oprah and an interview she gave to a couple of um, young men who, you know, stated they were. Um, they were abused by Michael Jackson. Um, it was it was like an hour long interview, but this piece that was shared on Facebook was just like a you know a few minutes of that clip, and the person 
is like, well, you know, this is true. You know, Oprah's a pedophile. Otherwise, how sh how would she know? You know, how pedophiles act and and what they do and you know and how they groom them. And I'm like, you know what? She's a survivor. And you're taking this out of context. You yeah. This, this is a whole hour long interview. You're just sharing what somebody else shared and on down the line. Mm -hmm. And this is the truth. She's not a pedophile. She's she's a survivor. She knows because she's a survivor and she's done a great deal of research mm -hmm. and, and she has, has spoken on that um, multiple times and they just could not grasp that. You know, well, how do you know? How do you know? You know, it's like, well, I do my research and, you know, so I, it's, it's sad that you've got to just stop telling people that something's not true and you're only sure you're only sharing like, you know, there's a grain of truth in that. Mm -hmm. Um, and and the truth that yes she knows how they operate because she's a survivor we whereas survivors know how how the child molesters groom kids and and that can take um they take their time if they're really interested in a kid you know saying and they will take their time and they will do what they need to to get close to that kid to get their trust um but so we know this you know but that doesn't make us abusers you know Yes, there are some people who have been abused who in turn perpetuate that onto their own children, but that's but not always. Authority. Not always. So most of us become, that's right. you know, we become advocates in one way or another, you know, and sharing our stories. And that's right. It's, um, you Just know, we can keep doing what we do because, mm -hmm. like I said, the haters are out there, the naysayers are out there. But we don't do it for them. We don't. We do it for you know. We do it because it needs to be talked about, and you know, to hopefully one day stop all of these from happening. I mean, that's. I'm not sure that that will ever happen, you know, on this earth. Wow. But we I can. Do, and I'm going to use the H word. We can do a hell of a lot to bring those numbers down. Yeah. Just standing yeah. together. Speaking out, sharing, creating awareness, supporting others, and sharing resources, which is one of our big things. So, yeah, we got to keep on doing what we're doing. That's we right. tell the truth with no apologies, like Donna no. says. It's like, you know, no apologies. And <laughs> we don't sugarcoat the truth. We no, don't. Never. You know, never. we're not going to go into gory details on things, but if it's the truth, we're going to tell it like it is. That's what we're all about, you know, keeping it real. <laughs> now, these are my sisters. These yeah. are my sisters. This is what I'm talking about. We keep it real. So that's right. We don't we don't do things for other people, not to, you know, get their oh good, this was good, this was good. You did it the way I was I was hoping you would do it. You know, this is the way to, this is the way to speak out. This is what to say or or how to talk about or bring awareness to, you know, this particular topic or the abuse, child abuse, neglect, whatever, animal abuse. Um, we do it the way we do it. We do what works best for us. We share our stories. Um, that's we just who we are, who we'll always be. No apologies. No apologies. We we can't no do what other people want to <laughs> do. We can't do what our sponsors want us to do or what our supporters want us to do. We have to do what we want to do and what our heart tells us to do. <clears throat> yeah. 
you know, and like, and like Lee said, no apologies. I, I won't apologize for being a voice. I won't apologize for speaking out and I won't apologize for being me and keeping it real. And like I said, That's if right. they don't like it, move to the next. That's right. <laughs> I've said that for years, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's the way. And that's the way we were um, when we all first met in, you know, 2009. Nothing's changed. Like, I don't know why anybody would assume that anything's changed. We've all gotten a little bit older, as everybody can tell, since 2009. (laughs) The picture that I put on this uh, video for for the thumbnail is from 2010 from um, State and Fate, that Paso Robles, the State and Fate of Children's that uh, film festival that we were invited to. We were a lot younger then. (laughs) That was like, you know, that was 11 years ago. We're 11 years older. So we maybe we're a little 11 years more milder, but that doesn't mean that anything else has changed. Um, If anything, the, the, the sincerity and the goal behind what we're doing is even more important now because of our ages. Some of us, you know, like I'm getting up there. (laughs) And, a lot of us, like out of the three of us, we've all had health issues out of the three of us. There's only three of us here. We've had health issues. Mm-hmm. And there's been things come up that have made, you know, made me want to get things pushed. You know, we've got to get this done. We've got to get this done. Because I don't know how many years I've got. None of us do. Yeah. And my whole thing was I wanted to, to be a voice and to make a difference, um, you know, for, you know, in this world somehow in any possible way. You know, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I I try to help people from committing suicide. I'll try to help people, you know, to get health care. I'll try to help people from, you know, just get off drugs. I'll try to help, you know, stop child abuse. Why? Because I care. That's why. It's not, it's not for any other reason. So see, I don't care about the haters. I don't care about you at all, you haters. And I really do appreciate supporters. And we do too. Like the three of us really do appreciate all the people that support our work. And they have in the past, you know, because I just came back with AU4H. And, you know, um, yeah, we've appreciated your, your support from going way back. So, you know, we're, you know we've got a job until, to do. But up until just a few days ago, we haven't heard anything negative or anything bad. We have been getting high marks. People are happy. People have been supportive. And I... Not that I'm siding with any haters, because I'm not, because they were pretty nasty. (laughs) I kind of see what some of the comments meant, because like, okay, you got these people, they don't think they need to be a role model. And okay, hey, you don't. But I kind of get the point where they're saying about, you know, they don't like the whole scripted feel, because we've never been scripted before in the past, other than when we did the one particular radio station. But um, we kind of just, we, we said our piece and we left it at that. And if people liked it, they liked it. And if they didn't, they didn't. And I can remember different people giving backlash and we literally laughed at them, you know, like, okay, you know, it, it is what it is. And I really think that that's what people were trying to say is this isn't you three, you three are on there. You're, you're reading from paper. You have your cheat sheet. She has her crib sheets. I see you looking down there. <laughs> And and I, and I, and I kind of get the feel like they were starting to think, okay, this is going to be another scripted radio show. You're not you're not really being true to yourself. And last night, honestly, when when we ended the show and we, we kept talking, it was like, hey, this this is feeling bland, guys. And this is not me. And like, I'm not saying names, and I'm trying to tell stories, but I can't tell the whole story because I can't say this because I can't offend this person and I can't offend that person. 
And we just have to throw that out the window and just be who we are. And like I said, you're going to, you're going to have people love you and you're going to have people that hate you, but we can't change the format or we can't change who we are because of, of our sponsors or our supporters. And in, in the past we dealt with the love or we dealt with the hate and you know, it, it was okay. I'm not saying some of these people didn't pick apart hair and glasses and, and wardrobe <laughs> and where you live either. <laughs> but, um, but at the end of the day, I can kind of see what they're talking about because we, we, I'm not saying we were scripted, but I, even myself, I kind of felt scripted because I'm reading off of a, a crib sheet, you know, and it's like, okay, I never did that before in my life. I just always went off the top of my head. And a few times in the shows, I got lost for words and it was like, okay, you know, I know we all have issues and that, and I do suffer from migraines and there are times like, you know what you want to say and you kind of like, okay, you lose the thought because that happens a lot, but, or it's there on the tip of your tongue, but you can't say it. But, mm -hmm. you know, like we always had a voice and we always said whatever we wanted to say and we didn't care what the hell anybody thought. And, and I do know what they mean when they were saying you were starting to feel scripted. I didn't want to be scripted and I don't want to be in that category. That's why I'm like, we need to talk. We need to, you know, hash this out and we need to be who we are. And I think those comments put the fire back underneath us and got it burning again. And I think that these people are in for more than they bargained for. You want to roll? You're going to see us roll. That's right. But, then when we're raw, we don't want to hear people cry and complain either, Lori, because, you know, there's always the criers. <laughs> after they want something, you give it to them. <laughs> then they're crying, yeah. you know, you're just too much or too raw. <laughs> exactly, right? See, this is what I'm saying. You can't please everybody. No. And so, You'll never so basically what you do, advocates, you know, like, see if my you want to, I've got my hair short, a good part of, <laughs> a good part of that. Um, I've got thick hair like mama had. Um, which is good because my father started going bald early. I mean, I don't care. It's hair. It's covering, but um, thick hair and with the migraines and scalp sensitivity, the allodynia or allodynia, um, never heard the word pronounced. So obviously I can't pronounce it properly, but um, it is an, it's a hypersensitivity and abnormal sensitivity to pain and stimuli um, that many of us with migraines get. And, mm -hmm. When I had hair and I had beautiful long hair um, and there's a part of me that misses that, but I don't miss it enough to grow it again. I mean, it was heavy, it was thick and keeping right. this so very short, um, it helps me stay cooler and it helps lessen, you know, some of the pain because mm -hmm. the weight of your hair, um, when you've got migraines, and you've got you've got thick hair, you've got long hair. Um, putting it back in a ponytail or whatever, it's like it's it's still incredibly painful. So yeah, and this is so easy to care care for, you know. Just wash the hair, towel it, and I'm I'm done. You know, a little bit of crude gel if I, you know, yeah. if I'm going somewhere and I need to do my hair a little bit. But most of the time, it's just as is. But it's just yeah. so. I have my hair like please. It's, you know, it's easier on the migraines. It really is. It, it is because I just had 10 inches taken off of mine. So I, I know it was really heavy and it pulled and it added to mine and I can't do the ponytail much anymore either. Oh yeah. I've had mine down 
almost to, you know, the crack of my backside before that, but that was in the mid nineties. And then I started cutting it real short. So, mm -hmm. um, but I'm glad yeah, I, I like the way it is. is. It looks nice. Yeah. And I've, I mean, this is, I mean, I've had long hair for now for a long time. I haven't cut it for a long time, but I used to have short hair. I love it. I used to have kitchens. <laughs> so, so I've got this alfalfa uh, going on here. You know, I call it my cow <laughs> the cow leaky, but um, <laughs> so, like that, and there's not a lot I can do with that, but you know, it doesn't alter my decision to keep my hair short. I just do what I can with it, which isn't much, you know. <laughs> but, well, you um, I like it, I think it's cute. Yeah, I'm happier with short hair. It's You're short too, Lori. I had short hair like Lee's for a long time. Um, because I used to cook in the kitchens, so I had almost like a buzz cut. It was even shorter than hers. Oh, wow. And, I've only noticed since it's been long, so. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't cut it short for a long time, but it used to be really short. Kind of looked oh, like wow. Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> oh, wow. So, I've so never like had O'Connor. <laughs> so my husband liked it. He was like, you look better with short hair, you know, like, you know, he liked that. He's like, you look younger with that, you know, like, you look better, and I'm like, yeah, but I like my long hair because I can do things with, you know, yeah. like I can curl it or I, whatever, you know. So anyway, the issue is, is we're not going to change because somebody doesn't like us. That's no. what we're saying. So in other words, if you don't like us, mosey on, change the channel. We don't care. Move on down we the do road. <laughs> That's right. You know, I mean, hey, we like people that like us. I'm, you know, I love people that support me. And I'm always like, you know, I support other people and other, other people doing things too. And, you know. Um, it's it's great to support other people and what they're doing. You know what I mean? It's not just all about us. Like we I, we we obviously support other people and what they're doing, and it's great to be a supporter. And it's and also I mean I appreciate the support, and I like I, all of us as a team appreciate the support. But we don't really care about the haters. You know what I'm saying? And we're not going to change just because somebody doesn't like something. We're doing what we're doing because we're we, we're working out a format for this. Um, a for H radio, which we just started, as everybody knows, just a few shows ago. We're trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. Lee is deaf. We've already said that on several shows. Actually, on all of them, I try to mention the fact that Lee is part of the deaf community. Mm -hmm. If anybody's actually listening, and Lee cannot hear us whatsoever, we have to type our the information to her so she can be part of this show. Yeah. And so, because we we know a little bit of sign, but we don't know a lot. And Lee is, Lee is deaf. So, you know, we do the best we can, right? Yeah. And we don't really care who doesn't really like it. You know, I, 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 before we came on the show, I told these ladies I wasn't going to cuss because I was going to be like, you know what? If you don't like it, fuck off. That's what <laughs> I've got to say. And now I'm going to say it because you know what? It's just so true, right? We really it don't is. care. What? If you don't like it, go away. Yeah. We've got, we don't have time for you. You know what I'm saying? Because we're too busy. We're, we're like we're done here. We're just spending this time together here. But now, what people don't realize is you just don't check what we're doing, and you don't really know us all that well. Is the rest of the week we're going to be working on who we can help, how we can help, what we can do, you know, what we can get involved with, and working on the programs we have going. Um, that's what we do. We don't have time to worry about all the haters. No, no. Haters can go away because we don't really care about you. We all have so much comments. going on in our own lives. We don't really care what anyone else thinks or says or does. We're so 
engrossed in our lives and helping others and, and doing what we can, you know, that like, it really doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter who likes it or who doesn't, it's not going to change what we do. It's not going to change our need and our will to help other people. I mean, I, like I said, every time, you know, in every show, I'm going to help until I can't help no more. You know, right. I'm going to do what I can do until I can't do no more. I'm going to keep talking until I can't talk anymore. I mean, that's, that's, that's just, what we said. you know, and if, like I said, you're going to have people that like, and, and I have a great group of supporters. I am, I'm so thankful for them. We as a whole have a, a great group of supporters, you know, okay, we're going to weed out the few, but like I said, if, if you dislike something, dislike something we're doing or something that we're saying, but don't dislike the fact that, you know, um, you're worried about where we live or what we have or that that's just silly. It doesn't make any sense. You can't not like somebody because, you know, you're there saying they have a cushiony life. You don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've been through and you don't know <laughs> anything about me, but you're suggesting exactly. that I was born with this silver spoon. And, you know, that yeah. is not the reality that we live in. <laughs> right. And I mean, you know, anybody who follows my work already knows my situation. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I brought that up because it's kind of like, you know, um, we have, we do have some great support from people that do know who we are and, and they, yeah. they know how hard we work and how dedicated we are. And we're all, we're always going to have people that don't like what we're doing. And that's why we don't care. So in other words, basically what I'm saying is for all the people that don't like what we're doing, we just want you to know that we personally don't give a two hoots about you. <laughs> you can just move on down the road because we have better things to do. That's what I said. You know? Just if you don't like it, keep going. No one's asking you to tune in. No one's asking you to listen. No one's asking you to read what, what we write or you know, right. listen to what we say, or well, we're not forcing anybody. We're we're not, you know, making people do it. That they can pass yeah. by. And if you have time in your day to sit there and write out a hate letter about where someone lives or what they look like or how many times <laughs> they fit their glasses, then the problem's with you, not anybody that's, else. That's exactly right. You know, so, yeah, I mean, big shout out for supporters. You know, and 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 I'm and I am very thankful. We have a great group of supporters. We have a great team of ambassadors. I mean, at the end of the day, I really don't care about a few nasty comments. I mean, earlier today, I was ready to come on here and be like, okay, all of you. And <laughs> it, was like, it was like, you're trying, you're tr but they're finding something this big and they're trying to pick it apart. And, you know, why would you want to take three women that are really like trying to make a difference and trying to do good things and that are really honestly in our own lives, we're good people. All of us are good people. We go above and beyond to help every and anyone. And just to sit there and try to nitpick and find things wrong with because of what someone looks like or what they have or where they live or what car they drive or, you know, Hey, that watch you had one was nice. It was expensive. You know, you could feed some homeless. Like, you don't have no idea what I do to help feed the homeless or to help children. So you're judging me on a watch. Come on. Yeah. It's just, and the thing is, it's just pathetic. It's kind of the people that say stuff like that. It's kind of like you, if somebody, you know, was to say something like that, you know, well, how come you, you don't just sell everything you have and give it to the homes. You can't help somebody when you need the help. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, for instance, you give away everything that you have, and then you are now in need of help, and you, ca you caused more problems than you than you, than you fixed. The idea is to bring up people out of poverty. So, yeah. the, the issue is is exactly. if, if people are concerned because you have a watch, 
then <laughs> they need to go, you know, F off. Because but, who cares but, if you have a watch? There, Good for you that you have a watch. There, right? there was a comment picking on my watch, and it's like, you don't know how many times I've been places and I have taken um, – like bracelets off or a ring off and giving it to somebody that, that didn't have anything. Like, and I didn't want nothing back. I didn't want nothing in return. I, I don't even, how many times do I, when you guys say to me, thank you. And I'll be like, not needed, you know, like I'm, I'm that person. I don't need thanks. I don't need anyone to, to, you know, like fly all over me because I do something good. That That's not who I am. Many times, like I said, when I do something with you guys, you guys will be like, Oh, thanks. I'm like, not needed, you know, like we're sisters, we're family, but like these people are like picking apart things. And it's like, that that's silly. Like you don't have a watch or you don't have a nice car. Or, I mean, you're, you're, yeah. you're trying to pick things apart and you're missing the point that we're out here. We're giving our time. We're helping people. And I'll be real honest for the last couple shows that we have done. <laughs> I feel like I'm sitting here like a statue because I'm afraid to move. I'm afraid to take a drink because, you know, we get these comments coming in. Well, you took a drink four times. Uh, my mouth got dry. We've been on here for two hours, <laughs> you know, or Just be glad we're not picking our nose or something. Yeah. You know, and Last night when we got ready to sign off, the three of us were sitting there as statues, smiling at the camera, waiting for the show to end. And it's going through my mind, like, what the hell are we doing? Like, this is not us. Like, I'm sorry, I can't sit still that much. And I talk with my hands. And the people that let me know that I talk with my hands, I know it. It's a habit. And no, I'm not Italian, but I love Italian food, you know? And like, I do too, actually. It's, the it's the craziest comments that we're getting. It, it has nothing to do with what we're doing. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like, it's like, whatever. Grow up. You know? Yeah, you know? You're a nuisance. I, I hate that kind of stuff because it's so ignorant. And it's like, it just shows me how stupid they really are. It's like, are you really that dumb? Oh, my God. Like, really, then go away. Because, you know, we're dealing with stuff that's just so much more important than that crap. And the thing is... If everybody um, would stop that nonsense and actually get involved and help, get this world would be at a better place. Instead yeah. of being a nitpicking, whatever. Ninny. <laughs> a <Yeah>. nitpicking ninny. <laughs> yeah, ninny. That's what I was looking for. It's like, you know, it's like, go be productive. Do something with your time. You know what I mean? That's useful. That's going to help somebody instead of worried about what somebody's doing. It's like, give me a break, you know? What like, I want to know is... What I want to know is who has time to sit through, watch, or listen to a show and then spend an hour going on the internet to look up an organization to send them information saying, I didn't like this about you or I didn't like that about you. And it's like, so what did you think of the show? <laughs> you know? And it has nothing you know, to do with what we were talking no, about or what we do. It's right. like your comment had nothing to do with the show. So I'm asking you, you spent all that time to watch us, to listen to us, to look us up and to write us. So what did you think of the show? <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no, they probably didn't even watch it. That's the issue. You know, no. I've had people do that to my work too, because most of the stuff that I do is video. And nowadays I used to do mostly audio, but now it's video because I'm not on BTR blog talk radio anymore. And so, you know, I got people doing stuff like that. And that they'll actually ask questions. They'll be like, so what about this and what about that? And I answered that in the video. 
Yeah. And I'm like, if you would have watched it and really paid attention, you would have heard what I was saying and you wouldn't you wouldn't be asking this really stupid <laughs> question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like I personally I love do I love doing radio and because you could be comfortable. I mean, before I come on here, like my hair was like this, you know. And those negative people, they just, they want you to waste their, your energy on them. And I won't, you know, we're not going to do that. It's, we've got better things to do with our time, with our energy. And it's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah, keep hating, keep walking, keep strolling, keep scrolling, whatever, you know. Um, I want to say something before we end up wrapping the show, because I, um, it has to do with extreme temperatures because I know that, <laughs> no, granted, I live in Northwest Florida currently. So um, right now it's been raining for a couple of days. It's going to supposed to rain through the weekend, but I'm talking about like where, where you are, Lori um, and, and Donna, the, the extreme weather, the temperatures, the, the sub-zero chills, the um, even when it's not sub-zero, it's single digits and it's freezing cold. And, I've been holding on to not sharing a particular post on Facebook because I've had to get myself together uh, because I was so incredibly livid to put it to put it very mildly at um, at what I read. A friend had shared it, and um, some people don't even deserve to have a plant or a pet rock. Um, and, and if you hear it barking, and <laughs> this is my boy, I was saying, come here, <laughs> Otis. <laughs> Otis, my little buddy. Otis, um, there's Otis. In the extreme temperatures, you know, with this cold weather, I mean, you're certainly not going to be able to, you know, be outside for any length of time, you know, and sleep outside. I mean, these animals, animals depend upon us to take care of them. They take care of us, but we also need to take proper care of them. And if you can't be a responsible pet owner, then don't be an owner, really. That's it's right. not, you know, a little bit of this. It, it's it's all the way in, in animals for life. Mm -hmm. The post that I'm referring to is that someone didn't bring the animals inside. There was, oh, on no. the side of the road, someone had found a dog house. And it not only had one a dog in it, but it was a mama who had puppies. And oh. they were all found... They all felt frozen to death. And I'm yeah. so flipping angry mm -hmm. because that, that was preventable. This stuff is preventable. There was no reason for those animals to die. They were no. neglected by some bleep, bleepity, bleep, blank, blank, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's my girl. Choice words there. I was going to say, <laughs> um, yeah, and all they didn't want to take care of them. Because maybe because it's, it's a mom with puppies. Maybe she had puppies. Oh, no. You know, well, first of all, spay and neuter your animals. There are free and low cost clinics. And if you can't get help with one of those or, or if you still need help, there are people out there to reach out to. Some organizations have a special voucher program. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I've actually used those programs uh, in yeah. the past. You spay and neuter your animal when they're old enough to do so. You take proper care of them. And when it's extreme weather out, whether it be snowing like it is now and, and, you know, extreme cold weather temperatures, or if we're the opposite and, you know, the middle of August and you're worse than the Sahara Desert, you need to bring those animals in. That's you right. Outside dog. Okay, fine. Good. 
a lot of dogs, you know, there are dog breeds that, that prefer it outside. But, but when the temperatures are like that, you bring the animal inside. You know, don't worry about your stupid rug. Don't worry about your floors getting muddy or, or a muddy paw on the couch. I mean, hello. If you're going to be that worried about it, don't have an animal. My That's dog, exactly right. My animal dogs, this I mean, is they, just they, it. I, said, is, I just have this little guy here. Right. Look at him, Otis. He's so sweet. That has blessed my life. Um, <laughs> He's so sweet. All my life. And, you know, you take care of them. Bring them inside. You know, don't let them suffer. Don't chain them to a tree and leave them outside with, right. you know, an occasional bowl of water and food whenever you think about it. I had a former neighbor many years ago that I ended up, you know, bringing that beautiful dog into my home. Now, she was terrified <laughs> of storms, but these people would not do anything, and they would throw her like greasy leftovers, and, and it's just sad. Um, and there was a storm, and once I finally got her to understand that, yes, you know, storm, come in. You can come in. You know, I mean, just check. There'd be, I'd like I'd have a little mini, you know, beach spot full of sand by the door. But, I mean, you can sweep that up. You can vacuum things up. And from then on, she realized, oh, I can come in. There's a storm. I don't have to quiver underneath a trailer, you know, mm -hmm. and, and give me real food, not not greasy junk. Your leftovers, um, you know, there was a storm and I wasn't home. I came home and there was part of the door that was bent because she was trying to get in the house on a mm -hmm. storm. Oh, bless her heart. But, you know, be a responsible animal owner. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, be a, responsible, be, responsible. be a responsible person on the planet. That's what's wrong with this whole idiot. world. <laughs> you know, there's so many idiots out here doing this stuff, thinking that it's okay. And it's great when they get busted. I love yeah. it when they bust people doing this stuff. I'm like, yeah, get them. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, you don't deserve to not be busted for that abuse. I don't care. Animals, humans, children. You know, there's no excuse for abuse. No, None never. whatsoever. And I'm telling you, we're going to keep talking about this stuff and we don't care who doesn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. If you don't like it too bad, go away. And that's all I'm saying. Cause I was really grumpy. Now the next show that we do, I won't be grumpy. <laughs> this show, no, we're gonna be grumpy. You, talk, you want to see the real people. Well, you know, Excuse yeah, me. you don't want to see the real me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's me, it's 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 on turbo, you know, turbo max in your face, and I'm not going to stoop that low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're we're not going to come on here and be um, as low as as people will stoop and go. You know what I mean? No, we're we're going to we're going to maintain our integrity. We are who we are. You know, if you exactly. don't like us, we don't personally care. You know what I'm saying? We're not here for you. We're here to make a difference with the people that do care. And there are people that do care. And those are the people we're talking to. So thanks for, you know, to everybody for all of your support. Anybody who's ever supported and liked any of our stuff, you know, anybody who's 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 taken the time to share our stuff, you know, we appreciate it. We really do. Yeah. And for, for the haters, we don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever, we're not changing for you. We're not changing for anybody. And I don't have to sit and tell people why I care. You know what I mean? I don't have to sit and try to explain myself why I actually care and think that people shouldn't abuse children. Give me a freaking break. 
If you don't know that already, you, then you've got, you seriously have your head shoved up your ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you're one of these people that just doesn't get it, then you'll probably never get it. So go on, go watch something else. We're busy, right? I completely, so I completely agree with you. Yeah, we're busy and we got things to do and we're going to be very, very busy. Like I said, we're like, we got stuff going on. We're busy all the time. We work steady at this stuff. And we just decided to do these shows to try to raise awareness and, and, and to get people involved, right? So thanks for all your support to all of our real friends from from Real Talk Radio, AU4H Radio. That's right. Because <laughs> we do. We have some really good friends and we have some really good people who support us and we do appreciate it. So ladies, I guess we'll sign off. That's it. All right. Thank you both. I'll see you soon. That's right. We'll see you guys next time. And, you know, maybe I'll be in a better mood. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. But anyway, have a great night, everybody. Take really good care everyone. Yourself. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye.